Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Basket Babies This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Colombia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part three, with more for you to see. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. The princess had no idea that her two older sisters had swapped her first two children for a puppy and a kitten, and neither she nor the prince noticed when the jealous sisters swapped their newest baby for... a stick. As the sisters passed her the stick, the princess' mouth opened so wide that her chin almost touched the gem on her necklace, as did the prince's. Both of them believed that the princess really had given birth to a sprig of wood. Yep, it was a walking stick. As for their actual baby, the sisters placed her into a basket and sent her off for the crocodiles. But, as before, the river brought the basket to Marmalade House, just as the gardener's wife was hanging up their washing in the garden. And when the gardener's wife spotted it, she almost leapt as high as the smoke from their chimney. She brought it straight to the kitchen where the gardener and the young men were finishing their breakfasts and ecstatically exclaimed, Look! Our wish has been granted! Yet again, once more! The gardener couldn't believe it. Another baby! The young men couldn't believe it either. There was the sister they had both wished for. When the three of them had calmed down, they all agreed that it was highly irregular for a baby to arrive in a basket down the river, so it was nigh on impossible that it should happen thrice in one story. They wondered if there might be a mother somewhere worrying about her lost daughter. But again, no one responded to the signs they erected around their home. And before long, the baby became a toddler, the toddler became a girl, and the girl became a young maiden. (laughs) The gardener and his wife did let the young maiden know that they weren't her real parents. But she called them dad and mum anyway, and called the young men her brothers, and enjoyed learning from them all how, if you help others, they will help you. She also learned gardening with them, and with her help their garden grew so beautifully that it became famous throughout the land. So famous, in fact, that the prince and princess decided to pay it a visit. As for any royal visit, the prince and princess arrived at the garden of Marmalade House with an entourage of guards and footmen and maids and, of course, their puppy and kitten and baby stick. 
The two jealous sisters went along too, having finally accepted that they would never wipe the smile off the face of their youngest sister. She was far too deliriously happy with her beloved prince husband. The prince and princess were awed by the garden. The marvellous marmalade bushes that gave the house its name, the chocolate and coffee and banana trees, and the luscious green grass with its deliciously fresh smell. The prince beamed at the sight and threw their baby stick across the lawn, saying to their puppy, Go, play with your brother. <coughs> then he turned to the princess and said, What do you think, darling? The princess stroked the kitten in her arms and smiled, then replied, It's nearly perfect, my love. If they ever manage to attract a bird that can sing your fortune to make its home here, we should certainly employ them to tend the palace gardens. The gardener was nearby when the princess said this and could barely hide his excitement. As soon as the royals had left, he called all his family into the kitchen for a meeting. We are going to be rich, he told them. All we need to do is attract a bird that can sing your fortune to make its home in our garden. And we'll have the best gardening job in the world, tending the palace gardens. To the gardener's surprise, neither his wife nor the young men nor the young maiden shared his enthusiasm. Bad said the young maiden. I'm not sure there is a bird that can sing your fortune. Maybe, maybe not. But here's a fact I can tell you. On the next hill lives a wise man. If there is a bird that can sing your fortune, he'll know where we can find it, said the gardener. The family couldn't argue with that. Because the gardener had work to do, it was agreed that the eldest of the young men would pay the wise man a visit. That was part three of Basket Babies. To find out if the gardener's foster son comes back with a bird that can sing your fortune, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for next week's episode. And if you don't want to wait, why not become an epic explorer? That way you can enjoy every story all at once, to listen to, read with pictures from incredible artists, and even watch me tell them to you. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only epic explorers get to see. Ooh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 30 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice, ask your grown-up to sit with you at a computer, and go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.